everyone. <laughs> this song goes on quite a long time. And so, yeah, I will probably edit most of this out for the other recordings that I'll be uh, sharing on the platforms. It's Aisha from God FM. And today uh, my sermon is all about who the F you dot dot do you think you are who do you think you are who do you think you're following who are you listening to <laughs> these are the questions that we should be asking ourselves with the world gone mad which has really gone mad it's very wicked very very wicked indeed and it's very, very sad because people just are believing so many lies. It's just, well, it's a mess, isn't it? <laughs> so there's a lot of things that we're dealing with. If you hadn't noticed, there's a war going on. And it's a war for your soul. It really is. It's a spiritual war. And it's all about knowing who is who and who the who is as well. Um, but it's also about which team you're supporting and uh, and what that stands for. <clears throat> How to identify your enemies from your friends who are children of God and who are not. The characteristics of them. So the actual title for the sermon is who the F, whose authority do you work under? And when you know that, then you'll also know under which and whose authority you stand. And it is about authority. It's about power. It's about knowing your authority in Jesus Christ over the enemy who masquerades as an angel of light, but the way you can tell who's who is by the characteristics of lies and identifying what a lie looks like and what truth looks like. But also, I think it comes down to the fact that there isn't actually anything else left for us to uh, fight for, apart from the truth which is the light and the life of Jesus Christ and the Bible. Everything else is a lie. So I found my whole life is based on a lie. My education, everything about this world is a lie. But everything about the Lord is the truth. See? Interesting, isn't it? Can't sit on the fence either. Because there's no grey area. So you've got to decide if you're in the black or the white. It's either good or bad, left or right, good and bad, right and wrong, rich and poor, night and day, and all of that kind of thing. <laughs> it's very interesting. But also, sometimes you can't identify because if you're in the darkness, you can't see. Um, but sometimes you have to be in the valley to see the way out and uh, and come to the Lord as well. So it's quite incredible all the different ways that the Lord provides salvation through all of the horrible things that happen. There's always salvation 
And where the devil uses something to hurt you, the Lord will provide a way where there is no way. So amazing. So anyway, <laughs> today is the 31st of December 2022. And this is Aisha from God FM. You can find us on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon, Samsung, uh, Podbean, I think I already said Telegram. Spotify, all of these different things. And also, if you want to email me, you can email me, admin at godfm.org.uk. And you are very welcome to email me. And also provide us with your number, and I'll join you to the WhatsApp group. On Telegram, we've got three platforms. The GodFM News is our main channel and a chat facility on there. But also we've got GodFM Media now, where all of our media creations to promote the Lord and the truth are created uh, solely for the glory of the Lord. And if you want to get encouraging messages of truth, go there. All of our immediate media is on that platform. Um, Okay, and nothing else is shared on there. That's something that's quite new. Uh, Okay. Now, the background to this uh, sermon, just to give you an idea, was working out how to fight demons and overcoming the enemy and understanding your authority, but also the fact that we've got robots um, and the, the fact that they're trying to turn everyone into robots. But also, this reality is not what it is based on, what we think it's based on, because I think that reality, as you know, it isn't what you think it is. I'm not really sure how many real people there are in the world, but real people, because I know that people have been taken over. We've got demonic possessions. We've got plastic people. We've got lizardy type characters. Very interesting, really. <laughs> uh, you've got a war going on. And there, I believe that we've been taken over by the enemy. I think the way this happened is the, um, the the aliens, which are demons, with Roswell. And they did a deal with the government people, and they actually possessed them. And they slowly took over from the inside every single aspect of society. But you see, these demons can't enter unless you give them a reason or you permit them and they have to ask your permission. So it's understanding how they work because they might be ruling over everything at the moment, but if you follow the Lord, He is your Lord and Master. And so this gives you authority because we don't bow down to man. We don't seek man. We don't answer to man. We answer to God, and it is Him that we seek to please, for His glory, not for our own glory, and not for man's glory. It's the Lord who qualifies His people to speak for Him, not man. It's very amazing, and I believe if you're alive today, then there is something important for you to do here. You know, when John writes in the Bible, says it's not like you didn't know the truth you knew the truth in the beginning it's about remembering and i think it's all about reading the word 
so that you can be reminded of the truth, so that it'll be like a memory that'll come back. And you go, oh, yes, I always knew this, but I didn't know I knew it. <laughs> it's a mind game, aren't they, if you hadn't noticed also. <laughs> so while my, my first real heading in this is choose team A or B. So we've got to choose to follow the Lord and we've got to do that with both feet and we need to be on the rock. Um, but also I think we're little rocks. So rock and roll, that term is about rock and rolling, about selling us out. Yeah, like, uh, like lottery, like, um, rolling the dice, roll the dice, roll the rocks and, uh, rock and roll because we are little rocks because Jesus is the big rock. If we're also bricks within the temple because we are the temple, then he is the cornerstone. So that would fit this also. But um, what my main thinking is, once we've decided who we're fighting for, because everyone's saying we need a savior, we need someone to come and help us. Everyone's waiting for someone like Trump to come along, aren't they? <laughs> but this is not what we need. I think what we need is we only need to, we just need to unite. We all need to pray. Because I believe by praying together and uniting as the body of Christ, we will be able to overcome this enemy together. Together. Because if the Lord is with us, who can be against us? So instead of panicking and having fear, which is from the enemy, have strength in your authority over demons if you are saved through the blood of Christ and unite in prayer. So I'm going to do a prayer advert of times to pray and we're going to pray against the enemy and the brain. All right, so I'll be doing that shortly. Um, and also today is about explaining how it all works um, because it it isn't so easy to understand, but it is also quite simple. We're one body, one mind, and one spirit together. With Jesus as our head priest, if we're joined together through Christ and we're saved. So if you've handed your life to Jesus, you've repented of your sins, and you've acknowledged Jesus as the Son of God, then we have a one-to-one -one relationship with the Lord. No one else is required, no third parties, no churches, and no priests. This is important because we're joined together through the Spirit who unites us all. This is very powerful because in the Bible we're told that the Spirit will be poured amongst us all and we will have prophecies, visions, dreams, all sorts of things which confirm that the Spirit of God has been poured upon all of us. But also I think we're being birthed as we speak. And it's a process as you go through child labor pains of giving birth. That's probably why Jesus refers to it. I think there's a spiritual birth taking place, which is quite incredible. Um, but you've got to choose your team and you have to be firm with it. There's no middle grounds. If you're going to follow the Lord, we need the Lord 100%. 
So you can't believe in some of it, not all of it. Either you believe the Bible or you don't. Either you believe in the blood or you don't. Either you believe this is the mark of the beast or you don't. You know, if you believe a little lie, you'll believe a big lie. Make your mind up. Don't sit on the fence. Don't come to the Lord with pride. Surrender it all. If there's any areas of unforgiveness or anger or anything, try and put it to bed. Hand it to the Lord and surrender it. Make him your king and savior over your life. It says in the Bible, if you put me first, then he will give you, well, if you put the Lord first, then he will give you all the desires of your heart. And I really believe this. And so also faith as small as a mustard seed and you can move a mountain. So it is about believing and having faith and courage, no fear. And the only way around this is through um, reading and knowing the word, being refined yourself through the testing because the earth is an anagram for the heart. So this is a testing and refining of the heart because God is love. So very amazing. And that was not on my sermon notes, but if you've got any areas that you think, I'm not sure how I feel about someone, put it to the Lord and say, help me with that, you know. And by surrendering it to him and being humble, this will help you. Also, very important to be so meek and, and humble so that you don't get caught by pride as well. So those are the things I'm going to cover today. But also, my next heading here is Know Your Authority, Fighting Demons and the Demonic People. You do have authority. I want to give you a testimony about my friend who was under attack, or still is, with demonic witches and demonic spirits. They've literally made her life a living hell through EMF attacks and witchcraft with demonic spirits, lights, zooming cars, all sorts of horrendous things. And so we know, because my friend and I have been praying, that through the prayers and through us believing in the blood, and surrendering everything over to the Lord, seeking to please the Lord, that he has dealt with most of this now, pretty much all of it's finished and clear. Casting out the demons and knowing you have authority over the demons is important. So by doing this and praying regularly, putting up scripture all over her property and also playing Christian music or God TV or any of those sort of things in your house permanently, the Bible audio being played all the time, that sort of thing. Demons hate it. <laughs> so basically you have to live, breathe, sleep and eat. Everything to do with the Lord to overcome these enemies. By sort of walking this walk, you literally, you're giving up all of the fleshly life, surrendering everything over. I think if you've got unforgiveness, what I can see, because I get videos, is in my mind. So I get a video of a body with a black entry point 
the left-hand side of the body by the stomach at the bottom. And that's an entry portal for demonics. If you've got unforgiveness, hatred, jealousy, anger, all of this. So it's about your vibration and remaining in the peace that Jesus left us with. Because he says, I leave you my peace. So, hmm. knowing who you are and standing in that authority through Christ. Now, the things that my friends had is she's had breaking of pipes and it's water, uh, it's flies, it's lights, it's EMF, just super horrendous attacks. She put some scripture in her car the day that one day when I told her to do this. And uh, so she did. And basically the scripture was that it was Isaiah fifty four seventeen, and it said, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And that day she had a crash. And when this car crashed into it, it would have killed her. But because this car had to go through the scripture, she was not killed. So this is very, very amazing that she is alive today thanks to the word of God being put in her window of her vehicle. This is how powerful the word is. So I strongly recommend if you've got a printer and even if you haven't, write it out. Write out the scripture. Isaiah 54, colon 17. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Then get some sellotape and stick it on one side of it or both sides and so it laminates it and then put it in the back of your phone case or in your wallet all right so you've always got the word of god on you um i did that and uh, and i walked around and i noticed that people looked at me with more favor and it was because i felt that i had the word of god on me to protect me so this is very good Demons are frightened of the word of God, spoken or written. And anybody who praises the Lord and acknowledges Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, as a child of God, this is our heritage, that demons will be petrified and flee because we are shining the light of Jesus Christ. So the demons fled. They're always looking for entry points. So they will send people into your life to try and bring you down, okay? This is another form of attack that I've identified. And the way they'll do this is bring old people into your life. They'll work on the areas of weakness. Now, we're weak because we're kind as Christians. So we've got to be careful that we don't allow someone in that's going to come and create a total tornado in our lives, all right? Basically, by putting the Lord first, and not relying on man, trusting in the Lord only. <laughs> this is what I found. Um, you are reborn in Christ, and it's Christ inside you who does his work through this Holy Spirit who changes all of who you are, and he'll take you as you are as a sinner and change you, which I think is just so amazing. So don't ever think you're not good enough. That's another thing. The enemy always likes to come and put you down and uh, and sort of chew away at 
your authority, undermining who you are, moving around, changing things. They'll do gaslighting. They'll play mind games. Uh, they'll say you've said something that you haven't said. They'll twist the way you've said it. Anything that you've ever done wrong, that'll always come up. And then they'll, you know, if, if you had a fallout with the family, then they will use this to destroy your confidence and tell you that everyone hates you because your family have abandoned you. All of these things. <clears throat> and these are lies from the pit. <clears throat> Just have to know the stories of Joseph. And Joseph had 11 brothers who sold him for 20 pieces of silver to the Ishmaelites who then sold him into uh, Egypt. And Joseph, bless him, became under Pharaoh, the most powerful man in Egypt, or basically over the whole earth, uh, in a famine because he was able to interpret the dreams for Pharaoh. So you see how what Satan uses to hurt you, the Lord will use to bless you. Now, I've got some Bible quotes, which I'm going to read you about the authority that we have over demons. Mark 3, colon 15, and to have authority to cast out demons. Matthew 10, colon 1, Jesus summoned his 12 disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. Mark 6, colon 7, and he summoned the twelve and began to send them out in pairs and gave them authority over unclean spirits. Luke 9, colon 1, and he called the twelve together and gave them power and authority over all the demons and to heal diseases. Luke 10, colon 19, Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over the power of the enemy, and nothing will injure you. Mark 6, colon 13, and they were casting out many demons and were anointing with oil many sick people and healing them. See how powerful that is. <clears throat> My next heading <clears throat> is, we are all called. God sent Jesus to redeem us all, sinners. He hates the sin, but loves the sinner. So, I've had many people tell me, because I'm a woman, I mustn't preach diddly-dum and all this rubbish. That's because they're all diddly-dum and dumb. Dumb and dumber. Would you like some gum-gum, Mr. Dum-dum? Because that's all you're good for, is chewing on gum. Have you noticed how slobs chew on gum? Yes, that's what I think of them. But they shut the gates of heaven. Because what they're doing is they're restricting the word of God being preached. And this means that if you're not with me, you're against me and you're against my Father who sent me. And if we're all fighting demonic spirits, we all need the tools to know how to fight them. And also we need people to be able to show you that you have authority. So this is one of the things I've noticed. People try and attack me in this way. But also their favorite tactic is to accuse me of being a witch because I cast out demons mm -hmm. in the name of Jesus. All glory to Jesus, not through my own authority, only through the blood, because I believe that Jesus came and died for us. He gave us this authority. When you are reborn in Christ, you are a new creature, and he lives inside you because he has come alive inside you. So it is no longer me that speaks. It is Christ inside me that speaks. 
and the demons flee and are petrified. They are. And so the biggest uh, angle I've noticed is this one I've just mentioned, but also another one, which is they will, I found the fake Jews. Yes, these are people who don't believe that Jesus really came here. They don't really believe that he is the son of God. They don't believe that he was resurrected. They don't believe his blood is uh, to, you know, to save all. Uh, they don't believe that uh, he is alive in the spirit through Jesus Christ. So everything that Jesus represented, they don't believe. Okay, so they don't like the fact that you t you have authority to cast out demons because they don't actually believe it because they don't believe in Jesus' blood. See, very interesting, isn't it? So then they attack and they accuse me of being a witch. Mm -hmm. You will probably have the same problem. Okay. Uh, <laughs> practice makes perfect. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Yes, it's like an old record. Keep praying. Just keep praying, just keep praying, just keep praying, just keep praying. And guess what? Eventually you become perfect at it. You become a master in your own life over everything. So nothing can enter because you are your own master. Yes? You're a slave to Jesus Christ and you are a master over everything else. So this is where you're joined in Christ and he gives you the authority. Yes? And so if you don't believe in this authority, but you believe in Jesus and you don't realize the authority and the power that comes through the blood, then you're basically without weapons. Yes, and you need the weapons to fight these demonic things because they can be in people. Mm, you've got two teams. If they are team A, then this is God's people and the spirit of Christ is inside them. But if they're team B people and they haven't quite come to Christ, then they can be occupied by demons. If people are sinning and they're Christ's people, then this also opens the doorways, portals, doorways. Jesus is the gate and he is the door. He is the oak. He is the rock. He is the entry. No one will come through to heaven unless they come through Jesus Christ. And it is through his name alone. So also be careful about letting his name be undermined because the people who call him something else have a book that calls them something else. And in their book, they also don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God. So be careful what you listen to, because in my English Bibles, which were translated according to God's will, because he is the author of life, and he is in control of everything, yes, he ensured that his word came to me in English. And he knew that I'd be speaking English. And he knew you'd be speaking English. So he knew what his name was, and the translations from Greek are correct because they didn't speak Greek without J's. They didn't. They spoke with J's, and they knew how to pronounce J's, and they were written with an I, and the consonants and the vowels, by placing them in certain positions, 
gave them the vocab to speak that letter according to what the will of God was, which is J. Okay, so, if I'm casting out demons in the name of Jesus Christ, and I've only ever cast out names in Jesus Christ, I'm not going to start calling him something else. This is what Lord's shown me, that he is in control of everything. It's about believing that the Bible is as God intended it, and that you believe everything that the Lord has shown you, and it's about believing in the blood, it's about believing in your authority and power through Christ to cast out demons, it's about believing that you're saved, it's about believing that God loves you, it's about believing that you are a child of God, it's about believing that God is your master, he is your Lord and Savior, you don't answer to man, you don't take instructions from man, you don't bow down to man, you don't seek man, you only seek God for his glory, not your own glory, for God's glory. And then the demons flee. <laughs> so amazing. So people sometimes get quite annoyed with the <laughs> with the fact that you have got authority. So when you start doing the work of the Lord and casting out demons, you'll find people will not be sure how to interpret it because in the old days, I believe, you know, when they burnt all the witches, I believe that they were burning God's people. Yes, that's what I believe. I believe history, as you know, is completely fabricated. And I don't believe any of the history that we've been taught either. Hmm. Um, okay, so we're all called. This means that we're all called to preach the gospel. We're all called to share the good news. We're all go called to tell people the authority that they have over demonics because we are battling now in a demonic realm which we cannot see. And if you don't know this, how are you going to fight it? See? Very amazing, isn't it? Hmm. So you can practice. Pray, go around the house, cast out the demons, talk to the Lord. Build your relationship, build your strength like a muscle. Um, but we certainly need to acquire this information, and the only way this is going to happen is by listening to the right people, as in the Lord. So by reading the Bible, the important thing, I think, is Ezekiel, in the book of Ezekiel, he eats the scroll. And it's sweet as honey on his mouth, and then it's bitter in his stomach, which is a bit like the truth, isn't it? You know, when you know the truth, it's quite bitter pill to swallow, isn't it? Mm. Now, the Word of God, which is God, when you read it, I believe because it goes through your eyes, and it goes through your pineal gland, it activates it. If you are reborn, through the Spirit, the words come alive because He is the Word and the truth and the light and the life, and it activates you inside. 
And that is why you become totally awake. So if you've woken up and you know what's going on in the world, it means that you can probably pick up the Bible and understand it. Yes. Really. Now what happened with me is I read the Bible and then the Lord, it's like I took the word in and then the Lord started to really show me things. And, it, and he showed me different passages. Okay. Oh, yes, that links with that. Oh, and that goes with that. So amazing. Very, very beautiful. Because everything in the Bible confirms the truth of who God is and how much, how much he loves you. And he loves you. And he doesn't like to see you go through pain. He doesn't like to see it. So if you're a child of God, these are the tools that he's left us with. And we have to have the right armor, belt of truth. All of these things are important. You see, if you're walking in lies, you're in the darkness, and you can't fight the darkness if there's darkness inside you. Because if you have darkness inside you, how deep's the darkness? Diddly dum. Bim bim. So, um, what else is there? Oh, yes, I also, I like female pastors because I find them easy to listen to. Some I don't. And I also like some male ones. I like Derek Prince. I really like him. Um, and then we've also got Joyce Myers. Really like Joyce Myers. People say, oh, she, she sold out. Is she? Well, the Lord's using her because I listen to her and I get a lot from her. Yes. Also, all the pop songs. If you notice the song I played you today, that was from the Lord. Because I had a good old search. I was going to use a Roboto song. And uh, But the Lord told me to use that for something else. And then I was like, well, well what am I going to do? And he said, well, just put in Roberto. Roberto? Okay. And then Roberto came up, and uh, then I ended up finding this other song. And it stumbled on that. And then I listened to it, and it says everything I was going to say. I want to say, whose authority do these people think they have? They don't have God's authority. When you realize that you stand in God's authority, you'll know that you have power over the demonic realm. Satan is dead, the lived backwards. So we have actually victory over Satan if you know it and believe it. It's all about believing because the faithless and the cowards go to hell. It's true, it's in the Bible. So I believe it. So it's about faith, believing, knowing your authority. <laughs> He says that he does the work inside us. He does. In Matthew 11, uh, 11, verse 28 to 30. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. More Bible quotes, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely you must give. Luke 10, colon 17, the 70 returns with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. 1 John 2, colon 13, I am writing to you, fathers, because you know him who has been from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. I've written to you, children, because you know the Father. John 
1 John 2.14 I've written to you fathers because you know him who has been from the beginning and I have written to you young men because you are strong and the word of God abides in you and you have overcome the evil one. Acts 26.18 To open their eyes so that they may turn from the darkness to light and from the dominion of Satan to God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among those who have been sanctified by faith in me. See, it's all about faith and forgiveness. Brilliant. James 4 colon 7 Submit therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Ephesians 4 colon 27 And do not give the devil an opportunity. Ephesians 6 colon 11 Diddly dum, biddly doo, just turning pages. Bing! Just keep swimming. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. Romans 16 colon 20. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our God Jesus be with you. Mark 16 colon 17. These signs will accompany those who have believed. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. Luke 9, 49, John answered and said, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to prevent him because he does not follow along with us. Actually, I didn't include the rest of that, but Jesus says, He's do it. it's fine, let him do it. Yes, and because they're all serving the kingdom, but also Jesus' main message was the kingdom of God has come upon you. There's also another passage where there were five scribes, or Pharisees, and they tried to cast out demons, okay, in the name of Jesus. And they said, oh, in the name of Paul's Jesus, we cast you out, demons. And the demons attacked them and said, we know Paul, <laughs> we know Jesus, we don't know you. So, off you go. And they decided to attack. And these uh, demons were very fierce. And there was a whole host of them, because they come in a pack, like pack of wolves. They're really horrible. So my next heading is witchcraft. Now, witchcraft is a very important subject, because witchcraft is on the rise. I don't know if you notice, but the people who are running the world are witches and warlocks. They're like pirates who have taken over. Yes. Um, they ro they're robbers. Like in Africa. Yes, ANC totally wrecked the whole country. Uh, it's happening all over the world now, though. And so, you know, we're going to have electric shortages. Food will be scarce and expensive. Everything has been taken from us. But let's talk about the matter at hand here. Witch, witchcraft. Okay, so with witchcraft, people can put curses on you, yes, because they serve Satan. How does it work? Well, it's very simple. They go and see a little lady, in a, usually in one of these tarot reading shops, and then they ask them to put a curse on someone, and they pay them some money, and then the witch goes off and throws some bones and a bit of blood and a bit of hair and 
sets it on fire and pours blood all over it and kills an animal and then the demon will listen to her and go and do all of the stuff. Yes, that's how witchcraft works. Often they'll ask for an item like a photograph or an item of your clothing. Yes, uh, so that they can curse you or a piece of jewelry. Yes, so that the the demon will be able to uh, find your signature and find you and put this curse on you. Yes, and the curses are uh, all about not having any body, uh, not having any success in finding jobs, relationships, love, family. Everybody abandons you. Everything fails. Yes, this is demonic. So you 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 really need to identify the enemy and the tactics of the enemy. Okay. So many of the witches uh, and people who go to witches masquerade as Christians also. So you've got to be very careful who you trust. Yeah, because they masquerade as Christians. Quite often the Satanists are so convincing because they're good actors. Demons are actors. They haven't got bodies. That's why Hollywood actors, yes, opposite to holy, Hollywood, and Jesus is the wood, yes, which is the oak, all right? Um, because he's the tree of life, basically. Everything about Jesus is opposite to the devil, okay? So they're all about death. And because they haven't got bodies, the uh, they want bodies. So they're jealous of us. So is Satan. They hate us because God made us in his image. Yes, he said, let us make man in our image. Yes. And here we are, man and woman. Very interesting, this. So, when he made us, Satan and his cronies decided to lust after us. Yeah, sexually. And they had children with us. And those became giants. And uh, then those giants, after the flood of Noah, became demons. And they were... They went into the earth, the giants. There were still some giants left, and they went into the earth, and that's where you got the military bases and the, all of this with the fake alien in all of that, yes, because they're demons. Mm-mm. And there were still giants up until late 1800s. Yes, very interesting, this. So what they do is they like to have possessions of yours to curse you, yes. But if you've got a dark area, then that, that mud sticks to mud. Dirt sticks to dirt. So, you got to make sure you clean. Wash yourself with the shower all the time of repentance, repenting regularly to the Lord, because sometimes we go off from fleshly sin, and uh, we don't intentionally always do it. Sometimes we corner it. We've got to repent. We've got to seek forgiveness all the time, because Jesus is the daily prayer, daily sacrifice and daily bread. So we got to repent daily. So we keep ourselves clean. So these demonic things cannot sit on us. Okay, that's number one. And in my priority of mind, how the way I look at it. The other thing they like to do is to give you things. Yes, and curse them. Mm. So clothing, shoes, um, socks, underwear, Sometimes what they'll do is they'll give you a whole set of clothing that is the full outfit because they want you. They want your soul, okay? So when you walk around in the shoes they've given you, you're walking in their shoes. Do you understand that? And so 
they'll often want a pair of your shoes so they can walk in your shoes because everywhere our souls touch is ours. Okay. So it's about understanding who you are. And so if somebody gives you something, be very careful who you accept gifts from. Yeah. Also, be careful of pagan items and pagan festivals. Because when they sing Happy Christmas, they sing Noel, which is no God, because God's name is El. See what I mean? It's so easy to fall in the pit. So things I, I strongly recommend you get rid of is African art, Buddha, snakes, dragons, tarot cards, anything pagan. Go around the house, remove anything, including the evil eye. I mean, I went round and removed butterflies, snakes, uh, anything like stars, you know, the five, six-pointed star, five-pointed stars. Be a bit careful what you use in your art or, you know, that kind of thing when you're doodling. Just be careful, yeah? Um, also, uh, the, the um, other thing is they can curse you through sort of cryptic messages. So if you get funny cryptic messages, text messages, and they're written funny and they've got like they just don't make sense quite you know they're like written in a coded way this is often uh demonic and satanic witchcraft okay i've experienced it i know about it and often this is because the capitals is the new legal system of writing currently for the um the demonic realm because they have to write in capitals so by putting it into capitals, it's activating it. Reading it activates it. So you mustn't read it. So if you know someone who really hates you and um, they're out to get you and they might be a witch or connected with witches, just be mindful of these things. They can also send you emails because they want to hack your email address and things like this also. Um, so I'll talk some more about this. So you can protect yourself with these, by putting scripture around the house, putting on the God music, having screensavers on your phone with God messages, by praying, fasting, fasting and prayer, just keep swimming, pray, 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 practice make perfect. <laughs> Be happy with it. If you're gang stalked, yes, don't acknowledge them. Act dumb. Uh, this is what I found works. Scripture everywhere, diddly dum, all that. Bibles, carry a Bible with you. If you can, get some uh, clothing with Scripture on to protect you, right? Um, and then if you are being hacked, get yourself several usernames for your device and sign in and out of them. Get yourself a VPN as well. That's a really good way of protecting yourself. Never give out the username of the device all right. Um, always have other email addresses for your emails. Um, that way you can protect yourself. Uh, I have an email address which I use and uh, it's, people have tried to hack it. <laughs> it's very interesting. Okay. Um, now the next heading is the power of the blood. Yeah, because we are saved by the blood, we have authority in the blood of Christ. Yeah? It doesn't really matter what anyone else believes. It only actually matters what you believe, because you manifest your own reality. 
because the letters construct the word and Jesus is the word, which if you started reading the Bible, they manifest inside you. So the word is inside you. This gives you enormous power. If you know the blood saved you, then you stand on the rock and he straightens crooked paths. It's about surrendering all of your problems to God by making him your best friend in everything, your master. Uh, Psalm 37, colon 4. Do you want the Lord once? And I'll give you a heart. Yeah. Do what the Lord wants and he will give you your heart's desire. There we go. Yeah, this is what I mean is you've got to seek the, pl- the Lord to please him in everything. Make him your number one. Uh, next heading is heart earth test. I've already given you all that as well. Um, so I think he's like refining you. And it's also about the relationship, your interest rate, as in testimonies, 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 your interest rate in the Lord for your inheritance as in your deeds that dictate your inheritance, which is the, in the book of life, which if you are part of Christ, you'll be a letter within the word within the sentence which Jesus complete and died on the cross and said it was finished because he defeated Satan. But being ready also. So if you notice the word ready, you got read and then you got why. Yes. So it's about reading the word. And that's what I already told you about Ezekiel. Jesus is the author of life. Acts 3, colon 15, you killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead, and we are witnesses of this fact. God is author and authority. In Hebrews 9, colon 15, therefore, he is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who are called by, called may receive the promised eternal inheritance, since a death has occurred that redeems them, from the transgressions committed under the first covenant. Now this also re-emphasizes what I always say. In order to execute a will, you need someone to die. That's why Jesus had to die. But that's why he also came here to sow his seed for the harvest now, so that they can identify now who the children of God are for the inheritance of the will which Jesus completed the sentence of when he died on the cross for a sentence for a sin that he did not commit, as he is the word of God in the flesh. And the Lord in heaven is the word in heaven, and the Bible is the word of God in the written form. Doodly dumb. So good. Happy days. 2 Timothy 3, colon 15. And how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. So, I've already covered this. Hmm. It's also about building a relationship, seeking righteousness, hating what's evil, hating lies, following and becoming more and more Christ-like so that you become the light of Christ to others. It's like a muscle which you exercise, which is strengthened strengthened by regular, by regular use. Practice makes perfect. 
the trials of your life build the muscles of faith and so it's increased your strength is increased as muscles will be this is how it works and the lord is in control of everything including satan and his cronies the word of god how it is written in the languages it's written he created everything the languages he is in control including all the leaders of the world who smile and pull all these funny finger signs because they worship satan yes most of the songs that i listen to even though they might not be christian songs are actually giving glory to the lord it's so amazing so everything is a manifestation of thought which became the word and then it became a sentence and became the book of life which is sentences verses yeah which we're all included in with depends whether you're a letter of Christ of course yes got to make sure that we are repent regularly so we want to be included <clears throat> it's all very spiritual as well <clears throat> it's complicated but it's also simple also notice Jesus left us with a helper and this helper is to manifest inside you as in the spirit and so we're sowing seeds too all for the harvest time so relevant all part of the land's the lord's plan but it's about choosing your team and making sure you stick to that team because if you go off course it's slippery you know you can fall off and find yourself in deep doodles hmm so it's also important to realize that the pathway is narrow so it's not easy if it was easy everyone would be able to do it yes hmm um and all the qualities of of the enemy of course you can identify by the hatred and anger the frustration the impatience all of these qualities of satan of darkness yes and then you've got the qualities of love which is kindness peace joy happiness yes and so if you've got somebody yeah and they are to control you and tell you that you've uh, you're not got authority to speak to them you know in this way about this or whatever and it's something you're accomplished in they're trying to undermine not only what you're saying but who you very who you are and who you represent your very being this is not the act of someone who loves you always listen to what people say because out of the mouth comes everything from the heart and so you just sometimes need to sit and listen as well to see what they're saying so what i do is if i've got someone i'm not sure about i listen carefully to what they're saying and then i imagine what are they saying are they encouraging me are they for me or against me are they trying to strengthen me are they motivating me are they filling me with love and happiness and joy and peace and happiness and all those nice things are they filling me with anxiety and fear and doubt that i'm bad and a horrible person and that i i must feel guilty and tread on eggshells and be so careful i don't upset them no 
if they speak with these words and they make you feel uncomfortable, yes, this is a problem, isn't it? It's about being frank. You know, I speak raw truth about how I feel about things. So if somebody makes start to make me feel uncomfortable, then I listen more carefully. Think, mm, don't like the sound of that. Often liars forget their lies. So they tell you one story, then they tell you a different story, but it's the same story, but there's a few different elements that have been changed because I can't remember the lies. If they're capable of little lies, they're capable of big lies. If they're in the darkness, how deep is the darkness? So nobody intends to fail. They just fail to plan. So don't fail to plan and read the word. Become familiar with all the characteristics. You see, it's like a love letter. So, for example, I know relatives of mine. Yes, if they were abandoned in another country and they wrote to me, I'd recognize that it was them by the way they wrote to me and the mannerisms, the way they wrote their letter. But if I got a letter from someone who was not my relative, I'd be able to identify that it wasn't their word. Because, uh, you know, if it had uh, funny mannerisms or phrases that I was not familiar with that this, this person used, then I would know. For example, you know, uh, my parents uh, were, you know, quite particular with um, being how you speak and all of those things. So if they had slurry, um, you know, words or abbreviations, um then I would know it's, it's probably not them, this sort of thing. And they had certain phrases and words that they use quite regularly. Um, and so I call them sort of tokens, character tokens. Uh, but then the Bible also, if you haven't read the original document, how would you know what the fake looks like? So the only way you'd know the truth is by reading the truth, and then you can compare it with the non-truth. Yes or other books that may accompany the truth, but only make sense once you understand the truth. Yes, it's very interesting. I mean, I've read all the Bible and all the other books, and uh, I was hesitant about reading all these other books, you know, and I prayed to God. I was like, oh, I just want to make sure I don't get deviated, you know, please help me. And I read all these other books, and some of these books complemented the Bible and just gave me an enhanced um, further detail on the story and um, so I, I felt quite comfortable with those. Some of the books I wasn't comfortable with so I just put a big red cross through those sections that I wasn't comfortable with. Um, and I come back to the Bible and I stand by the Bible. The Bible is the Word of God, breathed by God. And I believe it with all my heart because they've taken everything else. We've only got the Word of God left so we have to believe it. So I also suggest to identify your enemies and friends, okay, is to do a SWOT analysis. So you do strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. You can also do positive and negative about the person. And ask yourself out of 100%, how do you feel about them in terms of happiness? When you think about them, does it bring you joy and happiness in your mind? Does it bring you dread? Does it make you feel unhappy? Does it make you feel failure? These are the things to ask. 
because your heart will tell you spirit inside you will tell you also and these times we need to identify our enemies also be careful who you yoke with because you don't want to start believing the lies and it's about who you hang around with because if you're yoking with them then you're part of that clan like wolves go around in packs so if a wolf pack was coming at me and there was a little kitten yeah i think well the kitten's a bit <laughs> must be a little wolf yeah wouldn't fit so frogs don't hang around with swans do they um that's the way i think of it okay so these are some of the techniques i also have different things that i will do as well um to identify if someone's my friend or not asking certain questions like about the bible what they really feel about jesus christ do they really believe that jesus was here do they believe the lies you know i ask them questions about what's happening in the world what they think then i get an idea of whether they're awake so like i yeah, i find if i ask people uh about christ and they talk about the jews and the fake jews and israel fake israel then i go okay well they haven't quite figured everything out yet because i know that the jews in israel fake israel are fake they're not god's people but that's because the lord showed this to me um these are the things i find so i'm going to read you some of what john says about fake christians as well um This is uh, the approach that 1 John 3 which warns us in today's world there are counterfeit Christians children of the devil in 1 John 3:10 but instead of listing the evil characteristics of Satan's children scripture gives us a clear description of God's children the contrast between the two is obvious the key verse of this chapter is 1 John 3:10 a true child of God practices righteousness and loves other christians despite their differences 1 john 3 colon 1 to 10 deals with the first topic and 1 john 3 colon 11 to 24 takes up the second practicing righteousness and loving the the brethren of course are not new themes these two important subjects are treated in the first two chapters of this epistle but in 1 john 3 the approach is different In the first two chapters the emphasis was on fellowship a christian who is in fellowship with god who will practice righteousness and will love their brethren but in 1 john 3 colon dash to 5 the emphasis is on sonship because a christian is born of god he will practice righteousness and will love his brethren because they are children of god so You know in the Bible it says also Paul describes it as the body of Christ. So if someone who's your brother in Christ rejects you, it's like your arm is rejecting your leg. You know, you need your arm and you need your leg. Just because they fall out doesn't mean they can walk off. You know, because we're all joined together, so we all need to get along because we need eyes. 
My ears can't do the job of my eyes, and my eyes can't do the job of my toes. Yeah? If my eyes wandered off and I had no eyes, I wouldn't be able to see where I'm going. And we're all on this journey together by hating a brother in Christ is hating a part of yourself and heart, hating a part of the spirit and hating part of the body, which we're all unified in because we're all the temple of God in the spirit. See how interesting this is. I think it's amazing. <laughs> and it's all about division. So Satan will try and send in things to divide us. And he's done this throughout the centuries. Well, yes. Okay. Um, this is a spiritual war. Ephesians 6, colon, 10 to 11. Finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. 2 Thessalonians 3, colon, 3. But the Lord is faithful that he will strengthen you and protect you from the evil one. 2 Corinthians 10, colon, 4 to 5. The weapons we fight are not the weapons of this world. On the contrary, they are the divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. 1 Peter 5, 8 to 9. Be alert and of sober mind, your enemy the devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. James 4, colon 7, submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Romans 8, colon 37 to 39. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death or, nor life, neither angels or demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height or depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. John 10, colon 10, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. See, Jesus is completely the opposite. So you can pick up often those characteristics of your enemies, but sometimes you're too close inside the relationship to see. So sometimes you have to step outside and have a little look and see what you see from the outside. Colossians 1, colon 13 to 14, for he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us to the kingdom of his son he loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. John 16:33. I, Jesus, have told you these things so that it, in me you may have peace in this world. You will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. 1 Corinthians 10, colon 13. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So it's a spiritual will, and all the time, you know, this is an ongoing battle. 
It's about renewing your strength, building your muscles. There was a story I was uh, told about two ladies who were on the phone to each other and they were praying. And the little boy walked through and they were praying and there was demons and angels fighting one another in the lounge that this boy saw. Isn't that amazing? And also, there was a story about the Satanist guy who actually became a Christian. And he tells the story where they tried to put a curse on a Christian lady. And Satan actually came and told them they couldn't curse her because she was a Christian. Yeah. And she obviously was completely pure in her beliefs. So knowing who you are and that you've got the protection, even if you're hacked or if you think that they've been putting implants in you or anything like this, the Lord can stop it from working. He can stop people from hacking you. He can put guardian angels at your entry points. He really can. My next heading is pride. Pride, James 4, colon 6. But he gives more grace. Therefore it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So when you come to the Lord, it's incredibly special. And you do think you're very important. You know, even my own head. When I came to the Lord, I thought I must be so important. I thought maybe I'm Jesus. I thought I must be someone very important. Maybe I'm a witness. Maybe I'm a one of the witnesses. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I found out, you know, I'm just a child of God. That's all I am. And so I'm grateful that I'm saved. But because the sensation and the uh, total awakening and the, everything is so supernatural that you think that, the, that I was born for this. I was born for this and there is something so important. I must be something so important. You feel so amazing. God's so amazing. He loves you so much. Yes, he does. But it doesn't mean you're any more special than anyone else. Because yes. the minute you get full of pride, it's the minute you'll fall. And then you, the Lord will send you into confusion. And then you'll believe lies and uh, you'll, you know, get led astray and fall in a pit. So we've got to be careful because if you're in the darkness, you will fall in the pit because you haven't got light to see where you're going. So it's about repentance regularly and being humble. Also, the characteristics of people who try and tell you what to do, what to believe, or domineering, these are all characteristics of Satan. So I found it where I believe the, the, you know, the truth of what's un being unveiled at the moment. I don't believe the lies. And then people get angry with me because I don't believe the lies. And they, get, they shout at me. Mm. Mm -hmm. So we must be careful we don't behave like that also. So we're meek and humble and gentle, and loving, peaceful, full of joy. Even if you're under attack, it's hard sometimes. But you've got to try and compose yourself because those negative vibrations, like a big pebble in the water, it has vibrations. And it's all about vibration, about being higher through the vibration of the Lord, peace and joy and happiness, all the characteristics that connect us to the Lord. So, if I hear someone boasting, then I, I get concerned. The 
you know, they've been led astray. That's what I think. Especially when they tell me I have no authority or something. Or they accuse me of being a witch. They're really in the darkness. Hmm. And so, I, uh, I found it. It's all about believing and trusting. It is about what you believe. I believe that perhaps you were born for such a time as this, as it says in Esther. Yes? Uh, okay. I have a wall in my house, and there's some important scripture which I wanted to read that's on the wall. Nothing can stop God's plan for your life. Isaiah 14, colon 27. Your name is permanently engraved in the palms of my hands, and no man shall pluck you out. Isaiah 49:16 and John 10, colon 28. Love binds us together in perfect unity. Colossians 3, colon 14. Perhaps you were born for such a time as this. Esther 14, I think it is. 4, colon 14. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in troubles. Trouble. Psalm 46, colon 1. Love bears, believes, hopes, and endures all things. Love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13, colon 7 to 8. Revelation 22, colon 11. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he that is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. Daniel 10, 12, colon 10. Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Revelation 1, colon 8. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Proverbs 28, colon 1. The wicked flee when no one is pursuing, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Hebrews 13, colon 5. Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So yes. Please don't forget that. Also, we're, I think we're in like a matrix. So I think when we ate from the tree, we came out of the spiritual world into a physical, which is time, space, matter. It's a material world. In a material world, don't be led by their flesh. So I think also they're trying to make us even more abnormal in the sense that they've been injecting us with all sorts of stuff. Blue bananas, making clones cyborgs clones i don't believe exist because the lord has told me that he is the author of life itself and i know this is true because it's in the bible and no one else can create life because the lord is the word and he is the beginning and he is the end he is the alphabet so no one can do what the lord can do so anyone who says they can create and make it a human is a liar they can probably create a body but there's no soul and no life in it so they must have plastic people uh, with chips in the back of their heads. And I have seen most of the leaders have got chips in the back of the head and they do look quite robotic recently, I've noticed. Next subject is the pineal uh, gland and Jacob's ladder, which I also think is very relevant to understanding who you are in Christ and the authority in which we are born and made. Okay. If you read the Bible, you'll notice that Jacob is renamed Israel after his battle with the Lord. And after this also, he renames this place, Pineal. And so 
Let me read it to you. In um, in the Bible it says, Jacob got up in the middle of the night and took his wives, his eleven children, and everything he owned across to the other side of the Jabbok River for safety. Afterwards, Jacob went back and spent the rest of the night alone. A man came and fought with Jacob until just before daybreak. When the man saw that he could not win, he struck Jacob on the hip and threw it out of joint. They kept on wrestling until the man said, let go of me, it's almost daylight. You can't go until you bless me, Jacob replied. Then the man asked, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. The man said, from now on, your name will no longer be Jacob. You will be called Israel because you have wrestled with God and with men and you have won. Jacob said, now tell me, your name. Do you know who I am? He asked, and he blessed Jacob. Jacob said, I have seen God face to face, and I'm still alive. So he named the place Pineal. The sun was coming up as Jacob was leaving Pineal. He was limping because he had been struck in the hip, and the muscle on his hip joint had been injured. That's why even today the people of Israel don't eat the hip muscle of any animal. Isn't that interesting? See, that's in the Bible. <laughs> don't you think that's very interesting? Notice in this, he battles man and God. Then he's renamed Israel. So we're in a race. We've got to get to the end of the race. Don't look back. Don't look to the side. Don't worry about your friends, what they're doing. Don't compare yourself. Don't, you know, all of these things. Don't lean on your own understanding. Only rely on the Lord. And then I think you will reach the point of victory. And then reality is what is given to you. The truth. As in Israel. Real. And this is through the pineal gland. It's in the word of God being entered through your eyes, through the pineal, being activated and made alive. This is what I think. My next heading, Abramovich, which is Abraham's witch. That's what it means. A witch to kill all of Abraham's seed. If you notice, that all the leaders have a witch. All of the governments and all of this. But also, the world's very upside down because... The leaders are also pop stars and actors and they all sold their souls and they all go and see Abramovich like Lady Gaga and all this. She went for training with Abramovich, how to be a witch and all this rubbish. Horrible. So the leader of Ukraine, for example, is a transvestite and uh, pro-LGBT and, uh, you know, does dancing around with hardly any clothes on, looking like a girl. And I have no confidence in this. I don't. Somebody who's wearing sexy leather pants and wiggling his bottom in the air has got no authority in my life. None. I don't take him seriously because it's a joke. It's a perversion. It's evil. It's wickedness. And it's rubbed in your face that this perversion of what we are 
this perversion, which is represented by evil and wickedness, leads us and tells us to bow down to it. That's how you know that the spirit of the Antichrist is here. Because the Antichrist is this age, this time, this moment in time, where all the leaders all worship Satan and they all have the spirit of the Antichrist together. And they are all going to come against the spirit of God, which is us, together. And if we unite and stop fighting and bickering and nitpicking and comparing ourselves and trying to decide we're better than one another, then we might be able to succeed. This is what I think. It would be good. Okay. But this Abramovich has a brother and <laughs> she does spirit cooking, this lady, by the way. Yes. So they cook and eat people mm -hmm. and they drink children's blood and they drink children's blood because it, then they torture the child until they're so scared and then they drink the blood because it makes them young and look good. Actually, it helps them stop shape shifting back into lizards as well. So there's lots of different things that go on with it. Then there's the vril, where they put something in your eye and you get black eyes. They they torture the children until their eyes are so black they've got panda eyes. And so they push this theme of teddy bears. Yes. All of the brands like the um, Prada and um, Balenciaga, Nike, Adidas, actually all of them worship Satan. And the reason they all celebrate is because they created all the clothing for us when they did the reset when they did the orphan trains and the incubator fairs where you see all the people arriving all wearing the same clothes like they were made in a factory by people like Prada and Versace and Gucci and Nike and Adidas and then these people sacrifice children and drink their blood and they eat us they do and they put our food they put humans back into the food chain they do because these are all evil people and they want to defile us and then we go and buy their clothing don't you think it's stupid don't ever buy another branded clothes item please so evil but anyway back to the subject matter Abramovich has a brother called joseph and when the pope went to uh, the mount sinai joseph abramovich broke two stones which represented the Ten Commandments on the floor. Okay? And then they came up with some new Ten Commandments. Yeah? About worshipping the earth. And it's all about not having the right to breathe, not having the right to live, because we're so evil, we've destroyed the planet, the planet can't cope, by cleaning plastic and recycling and all this cuck. And also... Um, not using petrol because petrol's a fossil fuel. I heard that petrol might even be bodies of human, but I don't know if it's true. Um, but I know that we used to have free electric and you can find this out online with the um, tram lines from 1800s. Um, and the reset only happened 120 years ago, according to my dream from the Lord. So this means it was very recent. So they broke these 10 commandments to rub it in our faces. And this is the witch's brother. So he's probably a warlock as well. And so <laughs> it's really evil, isn't it? Okay. 
So what they did is they got rid of the electricity, then they made us mine for coal to put us at work, so they became like slaves and dirty, and they called it fossil fuel. Because then when they recreated electricity, they had to work out a way to make it not free, and that's why you've got an AC-DC converter on your plugs, because it's got an alternate current and a direct current, so that they can meter and charge you for it. Because electricity is now an electric we because we are actually elect. And if Jesus is the light and the life, so are we, if we're joined to Christ. So we are the light of Jesus, so we must be elect as in part of the electricity, power. It's all about power. And God in the Bible, he always says, destroy their towers. Destroy their towers. Okay. So we have many enemy tribes, by the way, also. Uh, so I get people saying, oh, I'm I'm part of the Israel tribes and Italy dumb and all this. The Chinese are and the Indians. And no, they're not. Come on, get a grip and wake up. Do they worship the God of Abraham? Is their whole culture and heritage based on the God of Abraham? Do the voodoo people, the black people in Africa, the Khazars, the all of the Zulus and all of this worship the God of Abraham? Or do they pray to demons and commit spells and do voodoo, which is evil? You know, in in China, they have their own Chinese leader, and uh, they don't have a white man leading China, do they? But in England, we've got a Hindu man leading England. I had someone say to me, "Oh yes, but he's English." No, he's not, because he 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 represents a different culture. England itself has been completely destroyed from the inside. It's like a 007 movie. We've been invaded from the inside. Now all the people who are coming here from Ukraine are all Muslims. They are hundreds of thousands, probably millions now, and they've all got permanent residencies. And the homeless people are kicked out of the hotels, and then those hotels accommodate the Ukrainian people. So I know hotels that have shut for business so that they can accommodate the Ukrainian people. And English people have been told to help them, and people have taken them in their homes to receive funds, money. And these Ukrainians are treated better than any white English person. These Ukrainians are not like the Russians. I thought they'd be Russians because I thought it was part of Russia. No, they are Muslim, dark-skinned people. Very interesting. But you see, I don't worship their Muslim god. Okay, um, so I thought England was all about the Christian churches here, Church of England, which is what the Queen represented. So um, I must be misled. So if you notice, they're trying to divide the countries inside and out. Okay, and like in India, they represented, they worship a different God to us. Um, so we're told not to yoke and have sex with these and mix our races. We are told this, yes. And yes, there's salvation for the Gentiles. Yes, and there's salvation for God people. Because we're all joined. If you believe in Jesus through the body of Christ, because there's a new covenant, we're no longer slaves. 
We're no longer under that covenant of the slave girl, Hagar. We're under the covenant that Isaac did, Jerusalem covenant that Abraham did. Yes, Abraham passed on to Isaac, Jacob, the 12 tribes of Israel. That's how it works. It's all confirmed. The New Testament confirms the Old Testament. Nothing new in the sun, under the sun, because it repeats. It goes round and round, 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 round. Yeah, it does. Okay, next subject. I'm getting carried away. Islam. Well, I found out from the Lord, and no matter how crazy it is, when I get it from the Lord, I know it's true. Hmm. Islam is, is actually who they all worship. It's like, wow, that's really interesting. So the fake Jews actually worship Allah. And the Catholic Church worship Allah, who is Lucifer. And the Muslim people worship Allah, who is also Lucifer. Because it doesn't matter if you call a frog God. It's not going to make the frog God. It doesn't matter what you believe. You can't stop the truth from being the truth. So there's many people deceived. And they've mixed in the um, Babylonian culture celebrating Christmas. It's, it's evil. It is. These are idol worship. All of it's been mixed in with the Christians. <laughs> it's very, very mixed up. It is. So I already told you about the witch hunts. So that's what I got from the Lord and that Muhammad was sent to completely deceive the nations. Um, because also the Ishmaelites were very upset. And so were the Edomites. Very upset that they hadn't been chosen as the nation of God. They were very upset. And you can't blame them. Of course they would be upset. I am upset for them. But the Lord knows what he wants. And he has a plan. He can't change his plan. I also believe once you're saved through the blood of Christ, because we were all scattered, all the real children of God were scattered exactly as the Lord said, and his land was auctioned and now sits desolate, um, we won't know what tribes we're from. But we will know that from why, the way I understand it. If you believe in Christ and you follow the God of Abraham, then you are saved through the blood and you become part of the tribe of Judah, under the tribe of Judah, because Jesus came as the tribe of Judah. So amazing. So God has provided a way where there is no way. So even though these other people might have different cultures and different beliefs, if they come to Christ, there is redemption. There is salvation. The promise is for all of us. So that's a beautiful thing. Okay. Uh, what else have I got here? I think that covers it. Oh, yes. All the pictures of the people who died in the Second World War, of not of the fake Jews. Fake Jews are dark-skinned. These, uh, <laughs> these dead people, even though the pictures are black and white, are white. They're not black. You can tell. Okay. So you can just look at the ditches of bodies. Go look for yourself and you'll see. The facial uh, makeup is also different. It's definitely not the Jewish race. They made this up because the Bible prophesizes 
a remnant claiming the land, and that will happen. They've created a fake version of the story because they know that this is part of the story and it's still got to happen. So no one's expecting anyone to come to the rescue because they think that someone's already come to the rescue with fake Israel. Well, fake Israel is not a place. Israel is not a place in the Bible. There's no place called Israel in the Bible. Jerusalem, yes, Jerusalem is quite far away from Israel because the two tribes divided. You've got the northern kingdom, which is Israel, and the southern kingdom, which is Jerusalem. Yes. And God's temple is in Jerusalem. Notice this also. All very relevant. Okay. Totally done. Okay. Uh, so I've covered the witch hands, um, and then I also wanted to cover where you get accused of being a witch. If you cast out demons, right? I've been accused of it. And there's some lady that goes around spreading nasty rumors on one of the channels, or several channels, on uh, one of the platforms. And she goes around saying things, making up stories. And basically it's because she doesn't actually believe in the blood of Jesus, doesn't believe that Jesus is the Son of God, doesn't believe that we are resurrected with Jesus, made alive in Christ through the Holy Spirit. Therefore, doesn't believe in the Holy Spirit, doesn't believe the Holy Spirit can cast out demons because doesn't believe in the very essence of Jesus, but wants me to call him Yeshua. But Jesus' name is Jesus because that's what it says in the Bible. See, why would I listen to someone who doesn't even believe in Jesus? I don't. I listen to God. And he shows me these things. Okay. So there was a big incident where Jesus was accused of casting out demons Um by the Pharisees and through Beelzebub. So let me read that to you. Matthew 12, colon 22. Then one possessed with a demon was brought with to him, blind and mute, and he healed him, so that the blind and mute man both spoke and saw. All the people were amazed and said, Is he not the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, This man does not cast out demons except by Beelzebub, the ruler of the demons. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he's divided against himself. Then how will his kingdom stand? And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do you, your sons, cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Or else, how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man, and then he will plunder his house? He who is not with me is against me, and he who does not gather with me, scatters abroad. Yes, see what I mean? So very interesting. So anyone who comes against you, you've got to ask yourself, are they for you or against you? The behavior, the way they talk to you, the, what they say about you. Are they nice to your face? Horrible behind your back. You know, oh, it's so nice to see you. <laughs> Whistles and miss, little whispers behind your back. Well, this isn't the behavior of Christ, children. Mm-mm. And this I notice also. Sometimes on the channels, people will say nasty things, and they, they're very quick to gather, 
like sharks for the blood. No, this is not the behavior. Got to love our brothers and sisters and pray for them. And actually, if they if they're having a hard time, never celebrate your enemy's downfall. It says this in the Bible, but pray for them. That's all we can do. We can't change them. So anyway, it's up to the Lord. <laughs> okay. We do get weeds, by the way, and wheat. So you can't turn a weed into a piece of wheat, can you? So you're going to have some of that going on as well. So sometimes it doesn't matter what you do. You can say boo, 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 and it's not going to change. It isn't. It's just going to stay the way it was. But in real people, when your spirit talks to another person's spirit, it lights their spirit and it gets excited. Because oh, I like that. I want to hear more. And then it wants to hear all about the Lord because it's exciting. It's a treasure hunt. It's so amazing to know the Lord. Very, very amazing. So amazing. Oh, little, little, beep. Okay. <laughs> Next heading is, when was Jesus here? Hmm. Okay, I want to cover this because it's all about lies and truth. And we haven't got any truth left apart from the Bible and the Lord. Who is the word and the life and the light ding, ding, and the truth. And he comes with a sword of truth and he unveils the truth as in the revelation, which you unveil at the altar, just like you would at the bride. Oh, yes, maybe uh, it's because it's at the altar of the Lord and the throne of the Lord's on the move. Just like in Ezekiel, the throne of the Lord, as in the creatures, they're on the move, but they're normally at the throne of God. So they're on the move. That means God's throne's on the move. That's probably why he gets a new name. And it's a new spiritual kingdom, and it's a new earth, and it's a new name for Jesus. That's very amazing. And a new name. New name. Yay. Happy days. Great. Okay. So back to the question, when was Jesus here? Well, I know that Jesus was due to return five and a half thousand years after the sin that took place in the Garden of Eden, where Adam and Eve decided to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, and they became followers of good and bad, night and day, the material world, material world, and they got stuck in it, which I think is a matrix. This is exactly as prophesied Jesus did return after the five and a half thousand years, and this would leave another 500 years until the seventh year's day, seventh, uh, final thousand years, which would be the final reign of Christ of a thousand years. Okay? That's my thinking, okay? So I know this is true because I've read all the books. Really dumb. Okay, happy days. So what I have found is some coins with the date 1528. In fact, 1528 is in fact I-528. So we're not really in the year 2020 either. We're in the year... I don't know what year we're in. But it's not 2020. I think it's 1028. Okay. So anyway, hmm. So Jesus Christ had these coins, which you would only get coins when you become a, a king or a ruler. That's very interesting that he would be acknowledged in this capacity to reflect his authority on earth. Yes, Jesus knew about coins because the Pharisees were like, oh, should we pay our taxes to Liedam and all that? Who should we pay our money to? And Jesus says, whose face is on the coins? And the Pharisees go, Caesar. And Jesus goes, so you pay to Caesar, don't you? Yeah, pay what Caesar's due and pay what God's due. Yeah. People always act dumb. But what I love about Jesus is he just asks questions. He says to them, 
actually, what does the Bible say? And, you know, I started to do that as well. I've said, well, if somebody questions it, I say, well, what does the Bible say? Yeah? They go, oh, Jesus' name. Go, what does the Bible say? Your English Bible, the one that you read, the one that's published, the one that we have today. What does it say? Happy days. That's why Jesus did that, I think, because you can't argue with the truth. All right, so that means that that's only let's just just only less, slightly less than well, five hundred and twenty years ago. Okay, we've got eight more years. Well, no, it's five hundred and twenty-four years ago. Five hundred and oh, whatever, five hundred and twenty-five years ago. Yes, we've got three years to go. Something like that. Four? Yeah, I don't know. My brain's a bit tired. But anyway, if we take. 1528 minus 2022 then we'd get uh, about six years yeah okay if that Uh, so this would mean we haven't got long to wait got 500 years from then so it's about now but also when they change the calendars round um, from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar they mixed up some of the dates they changed the beginning of the year from the 25th of March to the 1st of January and uh, the 25th of March was Lady Day yes and that was the beginning of the year now they changed it now the beginning of the year is the goat which is the Capricorn which is Satan and on the maps we've got Capricorn which is Satan and we got captured by Babylon and we call our children babies for Babylon yes and these are Romans so they write in capitals and the English language in the 18 late 1800s there was a a law introduced to defend yourself in court, you had to write in capitals in English. So it's all relevant. Oh, yes, the Gregorian calendar was also around the 1500s, changed over from the Roman calendar. And the Roman calendar was the Julius Caesar calendar. Julian calendar, let's call it. Because July is Julius Caesar. August is Augustus. And the Roman year 753 is Jesus of when Jesus, the beginning of time of Jesus. So 0 BC and 0 AC, after Christ. Yes. Okay. So we've got some funny dates here. Also, it's around 1910 that all nations, all countries of the world, all united and started using the same calendars. Before that, everyone had different calendars. Also, the Ethiopians use a different calendar. Did you know that? Different times also. It's very interesting. Hmm. So the whole year system and everything that based on it is only recently adjusted. So we got the orphan trains of 1910, the children from the East, who would have been God's children, who were redistributed. That's what I think. Okay. So we call our children goats, really, because we're calling them kids. And a kid is a baby goat. They also call them babies, which is from Babylon. Okay. Uh, so we've got the orphan trains. Um, so, yes, it all kind of fits uh, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. And they rub it in your face. That's why you got all the branded clothing. 
to celebrate that they took everything from you. Then they made you wear uniform clothes that all look the same. And then you buy the clothes to celebrate your slavery and the fact that they took everything from us, including all the truth. They re-educated us. Don't know what happened to all the old people. They must have killed them off, okay? And then they educated the little children. They gave us second names also. We only had first names before. So they gave us second names. All was based on a joke, really, based on where you came from, yeah? And so that's where second names came in. Up until then, we didn't have second names. It was like the Bible. Joshua, son of Nun, David, son of Jesse, all those things, yes? So this second name business, surname, is also a new thing. It's part of the maritime, as in the pirates, the Roman, row your boat. Yes, people, we stole everything. They stole everything. The pirates, we should do a song. We, we row our boats, we stole everything. Now we want your soul. Because they do. They're very evil. Okay, and there's something about Egypt too. Got the pyramid with the eye. Then you've got the date of the 4th of July, 1776. And this same date is also on the Polyon of Babylon, which is a, a Statue of Liberty, which is Satan, which is a man. Well, they had both bits and pieces. Okay, the fallen angels, male and female genitalia. They've been mixing the, the uh, things around as well, so they make sure that men fancy men who dress up like ladies. So anyone that's famous, they're, they're twisting it around so that it looks like a woman, but it's actually a man, and they've got a willy between their legs. Very evil. Um, this is part of the the whole thing about perverting you, defiling you, because God is holy and we need to be holy. So it's not natural to fancy other men. Men shouldn't fancy other men and women shouldn't fancy other women. Um, so that's why they've pushed the gay thing as well, because it's divide the countries, divide the people, divide the colors divide of people, divide up the uh, families, everything. Um, so they, they did all of this. Okay, so we've got nothing else left but the truth, the Bible and Jesus. I'm told that love conquers all. So we need to work together in love. But just remember who you serve. Choose who you serve and stand by the truth. Fight for the truth. Because if we don't, then we're in trouble. Because if we haven't got the Bible and we haven't got the truth, we're lost. We're going to be really lost. So we've got to hold on to it and fight for it. And fight that other people find the truth. And you can use the Bible to fight these attacks. Regular repentance, as I've already said, because Jesus is our daily bread and daily sacrifice, daily prayers. So I think praying at least once a day, but I try and do it more than that. Um, the full sinner's prayer. Get rid of any dark areas for entry. Shut all the gates. If you do come under attack, like gang stalking or any of this, it's important to ignore it and not acknowledge it and just to act dumb. Otherwise, you look crazy. <laughs> God shields us under his wings. I, I believe it's all about faith and love and trusting that the Lord's there with you 
I've come against people before. And when they came against me, I said, don't worry about me. I've got the Lord standing here with me right now. Always seek to have God's favor by pleasing God. You know, in Esther, when she would go before the king, she'd always say, if it is pleasing to the king. And so I think that's an incredible thing, of a mark of respect. So I think that's kind of nature uh, that we need to reflect when we are seeking the Lord's uh, attention, not to use his name in vain, to protect that. You know, when someone curses the name of God, name of Jesus, I um, I get upset and I tell them not, not to do it and I ask them to apologize. <laughs> because I'm protective. But also, I have a new swear word which you might like and that is instead of uh, and I'm going to say a swear word instead of saying fuck sakes because I say I that's one of my favorite swear words fuck sakes is to say suck snakes suck snakes and it's so funny it'll totally cheer you up uh okay also uh try not to let anything distract you it's all about praise to Jesus acknowledging Jesus not for your own glory or pride. It's all about the salvation that you received through Jesus. There's salvation through no other name, through the blood, because you're reborn in Christ and you are joined together in the body of Christ through the Holy Spirit. Also, don't forget to get baptized. Try and celebrate the Sabbath, I think, is important. Yes, that's what I think. Demonstrating that you follow the Lord. We have got Ten Commandments, you know. And Jesus didn't come to abolish the law. He came to uh, reinforce it. Uh, he gave us two new commandments to love the Lord above everything, but to love our neighbors, ourselves. So and he says, heaven and earth have to pass away before the laws are changed or anything like that. So the laws still stand. So this means we've got to try and stick to the Ten Commandments. Where we were saved by sacrifices before through the priests, now we're saved through the blood of Jesus Christ, who is our one and only sacrifice. But he's daily, he's our daily sacrifice and daily bread. So if you seek repentance on a daily basis for anything that you might have done, it's important you clean yourself off so that there is no entry points for the dark areas because this is a demonic war, a war of good and evil, life and death, night and darkness. It's a war between Satan and the Lord. Yes, for your soul. So you need to know who you're serving because Jesus came to buy your soul. He bought it. It's up to you now to make sure that you are fully redeemed through that atonement. And you recognize the price that Jesus paid. And that's, that's humbling enough. And sometimes it's good to watch something like the passion and see the pain and to cry. In fact, I found crying something amazing actually. I cry a lot when I read the Bible. 
because I think I've got a new heart and I'm much more sensitive than I was before. You know, yesterday I was on the phone to my friend. She was under attack and I was telling her, you know, you're lowering my vibrations. She was having an EMF attack and I was like, you're lowering my vibrations. Calm down, just ignore it, pray. And I realized I wasn't understanding enough. I wasn't showing her what she needed. She needed support. She needed me to be praying with her. Yeah. Not getting impatient. See, I, I'm learning too, eh? I'm just doing the best I can. Just like you guys. Don't claim to be anything else. All I can talk about is my own experiences and what the Lord shows me. Because hmm. it's all about testimonies. Testimonies. Testimonies, test your interest rate. <laughs> Check the interest rate in God. Ding, bank of God, because your kingdom is in heaven. Yes. And God has gone there, or Jesus has gone there to build a mansion for you. Yes. And then I suppose all the little good deeds would add little special ornaments and things. But beautiful, isn't it? So, yeah, I found that Sometimes I have to look at myself and I think, oh, my old self come back a bit, you know, and I have to fight it. I'm fighting with the flesh here. I'm, I've got the spirit and I've got this flesh, you see. And even Paul talks about it. You know, flesh wants to go this way, spirit wants to go that way. It's actually quite normal. So... It's the spirit inside you that does the work. So after I'd had this conversation, she was like, well, I'm going now. I? <laughs> so I phoned her. I was like, I'm really sorry. I said I wasn't patient. No, no, you don't understand. No. I said, no, I understand. But I don't understand. Because I haven't had EMF attacks like this. I've, had, I've been hacked and I've been getting stalked. But I know that it's a spiritual attack. So she took some photographs of these lights. And she sent them to me. And in the lights, the reflection, I could see about 15 demons. So I sat there and draw circles around all the demons' faces and sent them back to her. And I said, yes, it's definitely a demonic attack. And I just felt a bit help helpless as well. But I know um, for a second, I think we both were uncertain because we're praying and we, we felt like we weren't getting victory. But we prayed even more. And we prayed even more after that. And I trust also what I feel on my chest. If I've got a heavy weight on my chest, I just keep praying because I know there's something, I'm fighting something. So I have to pray, pray, pray. So heavy weight on the chest is always a sign, a problem. So I think something about it, uh, like a weight. Demons are heavy, yeah? So if you're having a demon trying to attack you, they often go for your chest. Um, so this is something so if in doubt just keep praying so anyway we prayed, prayed, prayed I spoke to her today she said that's oh, so interesting, it's very quiet I said oh good we have victory through Jesus it is a spiritual attack I said oh you know I just felt that I was, I was doing everything I could do everything I know what to do but sometimes it takes a little while and that reminded me of Daniel you know when he was praying and he fasted for 21 days. And then the angel Gabriel said, I'm sorry, I got held up for 21 days. 
and he was dealing with the the kings of I think it was the king of Persia, as in the, the king in the demonic realm. Okay, so was it the king of Persia or king of Greece? King of Persia, I think it was. Anyway, so we've got all of these stories for us to see the testimonies of others, other people who are just like you and me. These people in the Bible are just like you and me. God always chooses nobodies. Isn't that great? You know, where I didn't fit in at school, I was never popular. I just felt like I shouldn't even be here on this earth because people would knock into me like I didn't exist. And I was disliked as well. Um, I think it's important to realize that it's not about being a teacher's pet. It's not about being liked by people. It's about what's inside your heart. What's inside that makes you who you are, makes you beautiful. But if you are rejected by the world, it's because they're rejecting Jesus who lives inside you. Because they rejected Jesus, they will reject you. So don't take it personally. These attacks that come, don't take it personally. Just trust in the Lord because he is there with you. When I go to sleep at night, I always say, Lord, please chase the devil away. And I imagine that my bed is a giant hand and I'm lying on the hand of God. He's cradled me. And I cuddle up to my pillow and imagine that's one of his fingers. You know, makes me feel better. The love of God fills you so much. When you've got the love of God, you just want to share it with everybody. He truly is amazing. He loves you so very much. There's no one that can love you like God. Once you've tasted the love of God, you won't seek anything else. You'll just be blown away by how beautiful the Lord is. So amazing, it really is. Hmm. So with that, I'm going to close with a sinner's prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. I beg forgiveness for my sins. I wish to follow you. I know you are the Son of God. I know that you came to earth and died on the cross for my sins. I'm washed clean by the blood of Jesus. Please forgive me for everything I've done wrong, past, present and future. I cast out all demons, hexes, curses, witchcraft, Satan and his cronies in the name of Jesus Christ. And if my family followed pagans, witchcraft, Satanism, anything evil, including the Masons, the Freemasons, tarot readers, Ouija boards, pagan festivals, I ask that you release me and my family right now from any generational curses and break those chains in the name of Jesus Christ. And if anybody comes against me in the demonic form, may they flee and be petrified. Send them back and bind them and confuse them. And anybody that does come against me, send them away in confusion, but give them lots to worry about. Give them lots of problems to solve, that it may lead them to you, Jesus, to salvation. So that whatever Satan uses to hurt your people or any other people can be used for your victory and salvation of others. I pray this now because whoever is my enemy who comes to you is now my brother, sister in Christ. So beautiful. 
So I pray this today. Also pray that you will give us peace, joy, and happiness in our hearts, minds, spirits, and soul. And also that you'll give us knowledge and wisdom to navigate this world, to identify our enemies, to know the truth from lies, to give us visions, dreams, understand, so that we can share the truth and the light of Jesus, that others may also be saved through the blood of Jesus Christ. And I also pray that you'll provide an income where I need an income, finances for my life. And this includes all outgoings, including accommodation, food, schooling for children, vehicles, transport, blessings. May you have favor for us in your eyes and forgive us all for turning away from you, Father. Please forgive us. We seek your glory. We seek your favor. We seek to be pleasing. Before your very eyes, we acknowledge our, our ancestors have sinned against you. And we are sorry for that. And we pray that you are having a lovely day in heaven. We pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ across the world. You'll give them joy and peace, happiness, faith, courage, joy. All the beautiful qualities that we are all seeking. We seek your righteousness and the love of God. And that the, your cup will fill us all up with love. We'll be overflowing. And we won't be bothered about our enemies. So we just have so much love. And love conquers all through your blood. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for all our trials, because they've made us who we are today. I cast out all addictions, cast out any illness, any demons, pity me parties, feeling sorry for myself parties wanting to kill yourself, demons, any of these demons, anything at all that brings one of my brothers and sisters in Christ down, I cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. I have authority over demons, serpents and snakes to cast you out. And I thank Jesus. And I give you glory, Jesus, for everything all the works that you do through your children, through me, through giving us the word of God, that we may know the truth, and the truth will set us free. In Jesus' name, I thank you. This is Aisha from God FM. Have an amazing evening. Take care.